in Ollie's pub crawl. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sure you've noticed that there is a new jingle. I've been replaced, you could say. I got a lot of positive feedback for that. But thank you very much to Roly Hancock for saving us the misery of having to hear it again. (laughs) Today we have our mutual friend, uh, Meg, from our university. Uh, She lived with Ollie slash Baz last year. And next year? Yep, yeah, yeah, we are living with each other next year. So we've just recorded it, and we've just, you'll get the experience of Meg's brain. And she's, <laughs> she went off script, and it's just a bit of fun. It's a roller coaster ride, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. But before we start that, just want to say, first of all, a massive thank you to anybody who, well, listened to the first episode that we did with Mike. We've had listening figures basically beyond our wildest imagination. And so we just want to say a massive thank you for supporting us. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please do get the word out and tell your friends, uh, tell your family, because we would love the viewing figures to basically give us the motivation to continue to do this throughout lockdown and so it doesn't become boring. But thank you so much for, for listening, as I say. We weren't expecting them to do so. Yeah, huge thank you, guys. Yeah, and thank you for all your feedback that we've got um, here and there. We're trying to take it on board when we want to (laughs) yeah to that person who said that it shouldn't be about pubs every week i think you're listening to the wrong podcast (laughs) yeah have you read the title (laughs) so yeah without further ado uh we will now provide you an insight into the brain of megan woodhead so without further ado welcome meg woodhead hi meg hi you're right yeah we're not too bad how about you yeah just you know getting fat in lockdown Drinking my, drinking my tea as well. Yeah, I tend to be drinking every night now. Honestly, I did plan to do a dry January. And then last night, it just didn't go to plan. <laughs> doesn't It doesn't really take much for me. You just say, I dare you to do that. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Who dared you in your own home? Um, I was on, like, video with... Oh, people. fair enough, yeah. It's a fatal flaw. What were you dared to drink? Many shots and... <laughs> Gin, cider, anything. Anything I could find, you know. <laughs> classy. I know, I'm such a classy girl. So, so Meg, what's your favourite pub? Oh, favourite pub? I have to have, like, two because one's in Middlesbrough and one's in Sheffield. Okay, go on, we'll allow it. Thanks, thanks. My favourite pub, pub in Middlesbrough is called The Cross. It's a proper... You know, the, you know, the classic carpet floors and like, it's just that sort of vibe. But no, it's lovely and it gets packed like when obviously we don't have COVID. It gets packed with like everyone in my year and like people from, like you just see loads of people and it's just, it's so nice. I love it. Um, and then Sheffield, it would be definitely Brummy Tav Tav. Okay, so that for, for, for people that don't speak Meg, that's the Brimhill Tavern. <laughs> Our, our house club it. it is a good pub. And two for one cocktails. But why would you order a cocktail in a pub? Because who wouldn't want to, like, because they're not even, like, the regular size cocktails that you get in, like, because it's a pub. They don't have, like, cocktail glasses. They're just full, like, pint glasses. Yeah, it's, like, eight pounds for two. You're joking. Seriously. I'm going there more often. I'm sorry, but you're not going to convert me there. Like you gotta think if you're going on a night out, or even just in general, cocktails are really nice to drink. Like I, 
I'm not disagreeing that a put that a pint is brilliant, but a cocktail it's designed to taste nice and it's got a nice high alcohol content. So, so if you're getting two pints for eight pounds of like, I don't know I, the strongest cocktail I know is what is a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, that's that's quite strong. I can sort of I can see the point. Obviously, um, you got those two pubs. They they both seem to me like quite similar sorts of pubs, but. What would what sort of feeling would you get in your ideal pub? What would the sort of atmosphere be in it? So I mean, like it's got the like old man vibes, but it's more it's more sort of modern and more like I don't know. It'll just get more students in and sort of okay. It's more for people who are a bit like you'll get why I say this when I explain it, but like a bit sporty, a bit like outdoors and like. Honestly, your descriptive skills are through the roof. It's, it's like looking at a Turner picture. I can just see everything. <laughs> you can just see where my sociology mind is coming in. Like, what I've got from this is there's carpeted floors and there's not old men. It's students. No, but it's an old man's pub. It's an old man's pub with no old men. Right. Okay, I'll stop you there. Let's end the podcast. We've got it, guys. Nice one. <laughs> right. Do you want me to describe, like, where it is and stuff? Like, I mean, that's, the, that's the bloody idea of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're asking you to describe the pub and you said there's not old men in it. <laughs> you were saying, like, where it, like, what it looked like. I don't... No, go on. Where, where is the pub? Right, okay. So, the pub would be... <laughs> the pub would be in the Lake District, right? Because... In the pub, right, it has, like, a water slide going round it. <gasps> and... And then, like, it leads you into, like, a trampoline that's on the lake. And you can, like, go into the lake and you can just, like, bop about. I've got to say, I was expecting many things. That's not one of them. <laughs> I mean, that, was, that is extraordinary. Yeah. No, honestly, I've been proper thinking about this because one of my ideas was it to lead into Disneyland. And then I was like, no, because that's just, that would mean it would have to be in Paris or the USA. So It could just be a really long slide. <laughs> yeah, it's it just goes underground for like Trans, a transatlantic slide. There we go. <laughs> oh my god, I know what the inside would look like. It would have like fairy lights and like you know those neon lights in the eighties, where it's like a big like signpost. It's all lit up. Yeah, right. It, it would have like them, and it have like really nice posters, blankets. It'd be like a really chill vibe, also like has a dance floor that you can just absolutely sesh on. What would you write in the neon lights? Oh God! Um, just get pissed. That would be my. That would be my end. Get pissed. That's like sort of Nike, but gone wrong. It's not just do it. Just get pissed. <laughs> well, that's that's it. That's the vibe. The pub is just to get pissed. I'd also probably have like you know like those outdoor benches, but I'd have them like inside to make it look a bit more quirky as well. So I can imagine, I mean, the way I'm imagining this pub at the moment is sort of, you know, you've got the neon signs and everything. And the, I, for some reason, I'm imagining pink walls, like bright pink walls. What the hell? Why are you imagining that? It's the neon. That's what's doing it for me. No, God, no. Are you imagining neon pink walls, Ollie? Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> no. Do you know what I'd have? I'd have... Um... You know those blackboards? I'd have blackboard walls so then you can write on it and you can just make it, make the wall that you want and it'd be really cool. Is that something that 
Would you let the customers write on it? Yeah, yeah, you can sign your name. And, like, obviously, at the end of the day, I'd rub off all the things that look very not pub child-friendly. But um, <laughs> I would I would leave on the things that was nice. Can you imagine, though, if you let Andy into that pub, just what he'd write? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this chalkboard uh, on the walls, I can imagine there'll be some very explicit graffiti on there and i imagine at various points throughout the night there's going to be someone who's going to drag their fingernails down it that's my that was my immediate thought just to annoy everyone and get everyone's attention it's going to it's sending shivers down my back at the minute meg have you made have you made notes yeah oh, that's brilliant <laughs> that's commitment <laughs> Right, but did you hear how I was describing how that how the pub looked? If I was just going with my own mind, this podcast would be the worst thing you could ever hear. <laughs> Tell us more. Right, so it has two form cocktails, by the way. So every Friday and Saturday it has like bands on, but every Wednesday it's an eighties night. Oh no, not eighties night. <laughs> 80s is the best era. Oh, no, 90s and 90s Britpop. No, no. I, which would you prefer to listen to, Oasis or Duran Duran? What happened in the 80s? Like, what events happened? Falklands War. There we go. That's what happened. That's why the 80s were great. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This podcast is now interesting. Oh yeah, all the audience is now turning this off. <laughs> Okay, so you've, you've said you'd have two-for-one cocktails. What sort of cocktails would you have? Uh, what other drinks would you serve? So I'd have, like, the classic Sex on the Beach, Pond Star Martini, Purple Rain, all that sort of drink. The Godfather, that's a good one. What's that one? I've never heard of that one. And it's basically, like, it's like rum and, it's like rum and coke, but with other things in it. So what's, what's stopping this place from being a spoons? The slide. It's not a spoons. <laughs> You've described all the all the spoons cocktails though. No, but it has right. So the beer selection it has a, like a big range of ales that you can pick from. Good. This is this is more my language. So you get like a card, and you have to like like get a bit. If you get all the beers and tick them all off, then you get a free beer at the end of your choice. Love a good loyalty card. That would persuade me to get in the door. There you go. And then it's got your classic, like, ciders and stuff as well. Like, it's just a classic, like, pub with a broad menu, but it also has a bit of cocktails on it as well. And a slide. <laughs> and would you would you do pictures of cocktails, or would it just be, like, normal cocktails? No, no, pictures is getting to Weatherspoons. Um, I'm going just fully pints. Pints of cocktails. Just, just pints of cocktails, because that isn't at all unsophisticated like spoons. <laughs> Yeah, but just the, the owner of this the owner of this bar is me from Middlesbrough. I think unsophisticated is the the vibe of the whole pub. In your cocktails, will you be doing like half shots, or will it be the full measure of the alcohol? Are you watering it down? Oh my god, full measure! I'm I'm not watering anything. You're not worried about costs. Well, I'm just hoping I'll marry a rich guy, and you know he can he can sort it out. Fair enough. <laughs> When, when somebody has had, uh, I don't know, five or six cocktails and then decides they want to go on the water slide, what's the drill there? 
Well, I'd have like a lifeguard or something and he can he can decide whether they're all right or not because he's got some training. They have to obviously like go up to the slide to get onto it and he'll be stood there or she and they'll just be like yes or no to whether you can go. And, and do you go to this pub then in your like swimming stuff ready for a bit of a swim? <laughs> you can come in whatever you want apart from like, you know, nothing. Like you have to wear something. But like other than that, it's a free-for-all. Okay, let me paint a picture then. It's it's a Saturday night. You've got live music playing. In marches Ollie Buren and Mankini. He's had a few ales. <laughs> What's happening there? Because he'll just be able to, wherever the slide is, is, if there's a ladder, he can just probably step up there. What's, how are you going to stop him? If Ollie comes in in a Mankini, I will be taking pictures and posting all around my pub. Okay. I will. It'll be brilliant so there's there's i mean mankinis are fine flashes you're all welcome yeah yeah i mean i'm sure everyone would come in to my bar just purely because of the bartenders anyway so they probably want to flash them and you know so who are the bartenders then so i've gone for like sex appeal right so it'll get a bit different from last week then when we had james may and michael kane but uh speak for yourself speak for yourself (laughs) <laughs> um, right, so mine, mine is Richard Madden and Margaret Robbie. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That is the reaction I was going for. Who is Richard Madden? Excuse the ignorance. Is that the bodyguard? Yeah, he's the bodyguard on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, he's no, like, I know. Yeah, PC David Budd, that guy. I'm innocent. Honestly, I would marry him today if I could. He's gorgeous. My dream. Okay, and um, any any other. People on the bar staff, then? I mean, I would love to have Lewis Capaldi because he's just hilarious. Like, I actually just love his humour. And he ramps up the sex appeal no end. <laughs> he does. He is a pure magnet to anyone. Surely it'll bring people in. Different age group in, probably, but... There you go. <laughs> there you go. Get everyone coming in. Would you serve food? Yeah, I would do, like, the classic pies and, like, fish and chips and bacon sandwiches and stuff, like... But I wouldn't do I wouldn't do breakfast, only like lunch and dinner. And so what what would you say constitutes a good fish and chips then? It's gotta be like salty chips, like as if you're at the beach, you know, when you get those really good beach chips. And then the fish has got it's got to like the fish can't just be all batter, it's got to actually have fish. Like because you know how you sometimes get like fish and chips and it's literally just like eating batter and you're just like, Well, I've not paid for this. But mine would be like proper, proper fish. Batter's the best bit. Have you ever thought about battered chips? <laughs> oh no! Oh, battered chips. Let's introduce them. Yes. Plenty of vinegar. That's what we want. Vinegar and salt, and you are salt. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The vinegar. I can't do vinegar on fish and chips. It just makes it go soggy. That's all it does. That's the point. No, you got this nice like. Oh, it passes through you. No, you want your batter to be crispy. That is just really wrong. The spirit of vinegar passing through you as you inhale in your fish and chips. I want my fish and chips, everything, apart from the fish inside, obviously, the batter and the chips need to be crispy. And so to then tip vinegar over it, that's going to sog into everything and make it like really stodgy and horrible. Can't do that. No way. Well, how much? I think you'd be putting too much vinegar on if, you, if they're turning like mushy. Are you diluting it or something? 
No, like you, you put it on enough and you want a few soggy ones, but then you still get the little crispy bits at the end. I agree. I agree. How about peas? Mushy peas? Mushy peas are actually all right. No. Oh. I would obviously serve them to people who want them, but personally, that is not going on my fish and chips. So what would you put on it? I just have fish and chips. Just my fish and chips is all I need. Wow. Oh, do you know what else I'd serve? I would serve Parmo. Parmo? Yeah, okay, you're going to have to explain what on earth that is. Because I, so to give this context, I lived with Meg last year. And when I first got introduced to her, I had no idea what this thing is. Apparently, it only really exists in the Northeast. So, yeah, please explain what a Parmo is. It's basically like, it's from Middlesbrough, but you can find it in like Newcastle and stuff, but they're just shit. It's basically like um, battered, battered chicken in like breadcrumbs and stuff. And then it's got like... That bechamel sauce, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so it's like that. And then it's like more cheese on top and it's cooked and it's honestly... Disgusting. Oh, it's amazing. If you ever come to Middlesbrough, you get a parma. Do you just eat it like that? Or do you put it in a sandwich or something? No, no, like it's just you have that and you have chips. And like you can you can put it as in like... You can put different things on it. So you could have like a hot shot one where you have like jalapenos and stuff. Okay, that sounds uh, all right. I can honestly promise you they are gorgeous. Have you ever made one yourself? Yeah. Not as good as like from fish and chip shop, but you know, still great. Okay, so Meg, who would you want to share a pint with in your pub then? I'll have David Amber as one of my guests. Sex appeal again. Sex, raw sex appeal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many <laughs> flappy bits. <laughs> Hang, hanging out. Mm, lovely. <laughs> Very long, fine white hair. So, yeah, what would you talk to David Attenborough about? Anything, his life, about the environment, about just, do you want a drink? And I'd get him drunk. And then we'd see David Attenborough drunk and it'd be amazing. But what do you think he would be like, drunk? Oh, I think he'd be the best. I think he would be absolutely hilarious. I reckon he'd just go to sleep, you know. No, I reckon, like, you know at Christmas where you have, like, the the old person who's, like, absolutely pissed and, like, he's really loud at Christmas and he's, like, the big... He's, like, the big character of everyone because he's pissed. He doesn't strike me as the big character. <laughs> he strikes me as, like, a humble... I think I've had a bit too much. Can someone call me a taxi? <laughs> 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 Maybe that's what he wants to make you think that he's like, but actually. So you're going to provide him with the amount of alcohol to make him forget about this, this like alter, well, to make him bring out this alter ego. You're going to exploit it on like a, a pole or on the slide. Oh my God, I should have a dance pole in my pub. Invite celebrities each week. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. I would pay to see Lewis Capaldi try and be sexy on a pole. I would pay so much. Oh, that would be amazing. You could probably just send him a message on Twitter or something and he'd probably do it for you. I mean, it's that kind of guy. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, if anyone wants to do that, please do. Just one of his depressing songs on in the background and then just him pole dancing. And... Oh, that would... Imagine someone you loved and he's just like absolutely grinding up on this pole. Yeah. I don't really want to imagine that. No, I'm finding it very difficult to imagine. 
<laughs> it goes against my my instincts, you know. All I can imagine is the sunglasses, but the rest is sort of a bit fuzzy. No, I could fully picture it. I can see it right now. Would you have pub games, uh, sort of darts, um, snooker, pool, that sort of stuff? Yeah, I'd, I'd have like I'd have darts and I'd have snooker, but the big like the main pub game I'd say is in the garden. Like the garden would be the best bit because. So my idea would be is you'd have like it split into two sections. So one section would be like your classic, just benches, and you've got the what's it called? Like you know the heaters. Uh, yeah, heat lamps. Yeah, heat lamps. Um, so you've got like the heat lamps and all that sort of thing for like the adults and people and stuff. And then on the other side is going to be, so you know how you can do bubble football? That's an extremely fun game, that, yeah. Yeah, in Zobs. So it'd be that pissed and you are against strangers <laughs> or your friends and you're playing that in the garden. You're going to have the hospital on speed dial there with concussion injuries, but yeah, okay. <laughs> All this in the middle of the Lake District. A very long wait for the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just have a helicopter, you know, on, on standby. <laughs> so obviously we've talked a lot about the sort of drinks that you would serve in the pub. Are there any drinks you wouldn't serve? As in, if somebody came in and asked them, you know, you're barred. Oh my God, ab- absent. Right, that's deadly. I don't want people on that because they'll just be throwing up in my pub. Yeah, I I can testify that it is not a very nice drink. Uh, that is for sure. Honestly, I I remember a night out in Croatia. Awful. <laughs> I feel we need to elaborate on that one. <laughs> oh, just a lot of shots of ab- absinthe and ended up in a bush and just. I, I was completely out of it and it was just and we I ended up talking to like a massive group of um there was these lads from Germany and then another group of lads from Wales and I just kept like going in between them do you say you fell in a bush yeah if you want to find it, it's on my Instagram to have a little look see but yeah I, I basically fell into a bush couldn't get out of the bush ever had to literally haul me haul me whatever the word is out of the bush it was it was awful, absolutely tragic. You're a very chatty drunk, aren't you? I'm also a very clumsy and runny, and I just run and fall over. That's me. Oh, you do run, don't you? I forgot about that. Oh my days! So many nights that you just ran off into Sheffield, and someone's like, "Someone follow her." Usually had to be me as well. Oh, shut up! You love running. You did a thirty k the other day. Yeah, I did, but I mean, that doesn't mean I love it at 3 a.m. after a night out. <laughs> you said earlier that obviously you're going to have your 80s night at your pub. I think there are a couple of more, couple of other nights on there. With Fridays and Saturdays, I'd probably have the classic, like just getting live bands in. What sort of band? So, I don't know, so like um, ELO or Sam Fender or like. You know, like big, big bands, like the 1975, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to say this because, I mean, everyone just loves them, but Arctic Monkeys and that sort of thing. You know, like the classics. Um, and then, what would I have other nights? Oh, my God, I would have a themed night. I would have, like, 
every every week the theme changes so you have to dress up as like so it could be just something really simple as like it's halloween so it's halloween theme but then it could also be something like you have to dress up as um doctors and nurses or like um sports people or something like that it'd be like a theme so what would be your first theme then I would probably say, oh, I do Hawaii. I love that. I think it's just Hawaii. Yeah, because then you can you can introduce in, include like loads of games. You can have the you know the limbo one where you have to go under it, um, and you could have like silly things like the cocktails would work then because you'd put like little uh, umbrella things in it, and it just it'd all work. Would you go for more wild? Would you go for more wild themes as well? Like, I know my, my sister was telling me over Christmas about at uni, she had an in bad taste theme night quite regularly. Like, I, I asked my sister about her, um, her husband wore and he refused to answer. It was that bad. I, I, still, I still don't know what it was, but I imagine it was pretty bad. <laughs> what would you wear to that? I don't. I. I'm. I'm not brave enough to wear anything. Well, she so just go naked. That's pretty brave in itself. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd. I'd have to. It would be pretty toned down. I'd be, I'd be so scared of offending someone. I think I'd have to. I'd go for something. I'd make sure there was someone with me that was going as something absolutely extreme, so that I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't be spotted. I think you should have a party where you can only go. As something that is mentioned on Cards Against Humanity. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. That could be like that could be like the KKK and stuff though, so it should be like Yeah, that could get quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody turns up as Madeline McCann, I think that's the point where the party might have to end. Oh my god, imagine. That would be so bad. <laughs> oh no. I mean, that would be, like, quite, like, the other cards in Cards Against Humanity would be quite funny, though. Yeah, no, I think that, I might have to try that when uh, restrictions are over. Oh, no, Ollie, don't do that. <laughs> don't. I, I agree. I think you should. I, I think that's a really good idea. Oh, imagine everyone, if, imagine if you just, like, said it to one person. Like, we're doing an in, in bad taste, <laughs> and they just turn up as, like, I don't know, Colonel Gaddafi or something like that. It would be so awful. Would you show um, any kind of, would you show any sports or anything like that in the pub? Oh, yeah, rugby. Definitely. Yeah. Rugby is the sport. Like, when World Cup and when Six Nations are on, I will literally have that on non-stop. Oh, I did. I loved the vibe during the during the World Cup. What what England was doing so well it was so nice to be at the pub. It was just the fact that they beat New Zealand and then didn't beat. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Change the conversation. Yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll talk about something else. <laughs> what would it be called? Is that in your notes? I literally wrote options. <laughs> I had one and I literally totally forgot. Oh, this is going to be a real nugget of like makes mind now, isn't it? Oh my god, to see how my first thought was like when wild, but that's a that's a what slide, please. 
Jumbo Jams. Jumbo Jams. It's called Jumbo Jams. Jumbo Jams. Is that just like you found two words and put them together, or is there? It's because I've got the best jams, and it's just an absolute jumbo. Okay. <laughs> I like the alliteration in it. That's nice. There you go. It's catchy. Jumbo Jams. Well, I feel like I've got a good picture of the pub now. So I'm going to sum up with what I with what I feel about your pub. I do I do like the element. I like the fact that you've got like big music acts playing. I like the students vibe to it. And I love that it's in the Lake District. I love the Lake District. I'm struggling. I can see why it would be fun, but I'm struggling to get my head round the uh, water slide and the trampoline elements. Forgot about the trampoline. <laughs> and also, I, I'm afraid I don't believe that cocktails belong in a pub. I believe you should be able to get a gin and tonic, as much as I hate gin, and maybe a vodka and coke if you're really pushing it. So, for that reason, I I'm going to I'm going to give you a six point three out of ten. That's higher than I was expecting. No, <laughs> that that is so that is so. Uh, unlike Ollie, I don't really have a good picture of what the pub looks like. <laughs> but there's a lot of details and a lot of. <laughs> Things that are just crossing over, and I'm uh, I, I'm sort of like walking through it in my head, and I keep on having to remind myself about what you said, the the neon jumbo jams and let's get pissed or whatever it said, <laughs> the the old men but no old men carpets and the student vibe. <laughs> it's a bit of a muddle, <laughs> but you had you had spirit when you were describing it, and I appreciate that, and it's. I don't think we have to worry about anything being the same with what um, Mike said last week. Uh, That's true. It's got zest. <laughs> zest and sex appeal. One thing I can't get on board with is your openness to flashes. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. <laughs> but if I just like, if I like squinted it, it looks a good, good idea. Um, oh, oh, actually... The name brings it up a bit, and I did enjoy the slide. Let's go 6.9. That is appalling. That is so bad. We're going to have to start a leaderboard of these things, I think. As much as you'll hate that to happen, mate. I will. Please do not do that, or else I would have been coming with notes galore. <laughs> like, nothing would have been untouched. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on first of all, and agreeing to it. And thank you also for giving us a completely different pub to last week. I think we were both a bit scared that we were just going to end up with the same thing week after week. And it's safe to say that hasn't happened, uh, which we are mightily relieved uh, by. And we've really enjoyed hearing about it. I mean, well, I thought that there were going to be some left field ideas in this one. I didn't realise quite the extent to which there would be left field ideas, uh, but I have thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, I'm, I'm surprised that you underestimated me, Oliver. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much for coming on, though. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. I look forward to listening to the other podcasts. But that is that is the end of this week's episode. And I hope you've enjoyed it, uh, listening to it. And yeah, that is uh, goodbye for this week from me. And goodbye from Andy.
Boom, boom, boom. Had to get that in. <laughs>